Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we welcome back Megan Ramos to discuss the problem with snacking. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here. I am excited to share this short podcast today with the amazing Megan Ramos. She's going to explain how snacking can be the cause of your weight loss resistance and why it's important to practice keto flexing. Be sure to check out the notes and resources down below and go get Megan's latest book, Life in the Fasting Lane, which we'll reference down below as well. So without further ado, let's get right into this with Megan Ramos. So we could start with this conversation. How does fasting come into play? Why do you love low carb and fasting and how does it help with these conditions? Yeah, it's, it's definitely the dynamic duo. So let me perhaps dive into how we develop metabolic syndrome. So metabolic syndromes, you know, how we, when we have it, we're at risk for development type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular system or cardiovascular disease. We have weight gain, especially around our, our midsections. But what most people don't realize is that there's another term that is uh, synonymous with metabolic syndrome. And so that's insulin resistance. So insulin resistance and metabolic syndrome, you can use them interchangeably, but people don't, and I don't know why, because insulin resistance actually talks about the root cause of, of the metabolic syndrome. It is the root cause of it. Uh, it's the root cause of diabetes, the obesity, the metabolic cancers, the PCOS, the fatty liver. So in insulin resistance, we develop insulin resistance via two main pathways. So pathway number one is we eat a diet uh, that is especially high in processed and refined carbs or is very carb heavy. Uh, our whole food, our food pyramid in the US, our Canadian food guideline, I've seen them from all over the world. They're all carb heavy. And when uh, foods that we eat are carb heavy, they're low in natural fats. But then the fats that we eat, especially here in North America, we eat processed and refined fats too. And when we eat these processed and refined carbs and a carb heavy diet and a diet full of inflammatory processed and refined fats, our body produces a lot of insulin in response to that particular diet. So what happens is we eat this diet, it's what we eat all day long, seven days a week, 365 days a year. This is what the authorities are telling us to eat. And we were told to just eat a lot all day long. So we're eating tons and tons and tons of processed and refined carbs and refined fats, producing this like spikes in insulin all day long, these toxic levels of insulin. We develop a 
toxic uh, levels of insulin leading to a condition called hyperinsulinemia, which over time leads to the development of insulin resistance. So again, pathway number one, we eat in a way that causes our body just to produce way too much insulin. And this is where a diet that's high in healthy natural fats and low in carbohydrates, like a very low carb diet or a ketogenic diet, well, this is where it's really helpful because when you eat a diet that's high in healthy natural fats and that is low in carbohydrates and you're really getting rid of those processed refined fats and processed and refined carbs, you're not going to be producing a ton of insulin, a very, very small amount of insulin in response to this diet. So when you eat a low carb or ketogenic diet, when you have too much insulin in the body, you're not adding more fuel to the fire. So you're, it's like pouring water on the fire, but when you eat this like high carb, especially processes and refined carbs and fats, it's like pouring gasoline on the fire. So your bodies are full of too much insulin as it is, and when you go low carb and keto, you're not adding more fuel to that fire. So that's a great place to get started is with the ketogenic diet. We don't wanna add fuel to the fire. We also develop insulin resistance by a second pathway, and that's just a chronic stimulus of insulin throughout the day. So just everything we eat, our body is going to produce a little bit of insulin in response. Um, and even if it's not a lot of insulin, like an insulin surge after having a bowl of pasta, um, for example, that chronic little bit of insulin constantly throughout the day well, that's problematic and at the end of the day adds up being still a lot of insulin. I always talk about this knocking on the door situation. So we're at home, we're working and imagine you had like a hundred people show up at your front door, how scary and overwhelming that would be. That's like eating a really high processed and refined carb meal. But imagine you're working from home and every 45 minutes an hour someone comes and knocks on your door. It's really annoying, it's really frustrating, it's really disruptive towards your day. Just still your day will end up being as disturbed as whether or not you had a hundred people knock at your door. So this chronic stimulus of insulin, this also leads to the development of metabolic syndrome, type two diabetes, insulin resistance. So this is where fasting and being uh, mindful of your eating patterns, not just what you eat, but when you eat play a role. And then another thing to consider as to why fasting is really helpful in this picture is that when you already have pretty moderate to severe insulin resistance and your body at that point is going to produce insulin all on its own in response to that insulin resistance. So insulin resistance itself drives the secretion of insulin. So what we do see is a lot of people that have uh, gone low carb or have gone ketogenic, they do really well. Like this is a diet I definitely follow. I keto flex as Ben likes to talk about. I, I think that's keto flexing is the way. Um, so I'll, I'll definitely keto flex in my diet. So I do some carb cycling. Um, but when you have insulin resistance, your body's gonna be adding its own insulin. So it's good that you go low carbon keto, but when people do this, we often find that they lose 50 of that 80 pounds, or they can come off their diabetic medication, but they can't get that A1C in that ideal range, right? Like they'll drop their A1C, that diabetic marker to 5.8, but 
damn it, why can't they get it under 5.2 where we really want it for optimal health? And they kind of feel broken, but their insulin resistance is still causing insulin secretion, perpetuating that insulin resistance. So what Jason and I do is we largely focus on this population and we focus on more therapeutic fasting at this point. When the insulin resistance is so strong, it's causing insulin secretion and perpetuating itself, regardless of where the, the diet is at that point. And so we work with these individuals and we do more therapeutic fasting protocols and therapeutic in the sense they're typically, we focus on full day fast uh, three times a week. So we'll do 36, 42, 48 hours of fasting um, two to three times a week with the individuals we work with. And when we suppress the insulin down so low by not eating or consuming fluids like water, for example, that are not gonna cause insulin secretion for these periods of time, anything that's beyond what's required for physiological survival, we're actually able to suppress the insulin down long enough to actually help break the cycle of insulin resistance in this population of individuals who, uh, who are struggling with more moderate to severe insulin resistance. And this is where fasting can really help break the cycle. So definitely for the insulin resistant patient, we work with the ketogenic diet because when you're fasting, you don't want to be undoing that. You don't want to be adding more fuel to the fire when you're not fasting and undoing some of that good work that the fasting is doing. So we'll use them in conjunction. And once we've made some really good process, we'll start keto flexing, we'll start carb cycling a bit with very particular carbohydrates like Ben, uh, ben talks about. And this is where we, we really like to go with patients. But that's how fasting plays in the role. That's how low carb in our approach plays into the role as well. Fantastic explanation. So snacking, even if it's the healthiest snack in the world, will create an insulin response. And it'll be like that person. I love the analogy. That person, you're working from home. You're happy about working from home. That damn person keeps knocking on your door every 10 minutes, every 30 minutes. It's annoying it's gonna frustrate you. Well, it's gonna frustrate your body when you're mm -hmm. snacking all the time. You're gonna have to rely on the snack. So much better to achieve metabolic flexibility like Megan spoke about. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Megan Ramos. Go get her book, Life in the Fasting Lane. We'll drop a link for that down below. And while you're at it, add my book, KetoFlex, to the shopping cart as well and check out both those books together. So head to the link down below or go to ketoflexbook.com for mine and put both books in your Amazon shopping cart. Get them both today. Understand more on how to do keto fasting for long-term results that stick. Go follow Megan on her social media platforms. And also I want to encourage you to share this episode with a friend. Share it with somebody you believe could get value from a conversation like this. If you have not left the Keto Camp podcast a rating or a review yet on Apple Podcasts, please do so today as it really helps the show grow and expand. I'm excited because in a couple days, we release a new episode with Mr. Fit to Fat to Fit himself, Drew Manning. You're going to want to hear this episode. It was so incredible, and he's an amazing human being. So I can't wait to share that with you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'll see you on the next one. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. 
This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.